Welcome, America, to Lessons from the Front. I am your host, Todd Boating, and I have a, an exceptional panel tonight. It's not just me and one other person, which I know a lot of you are getting uncomfortable seeing. So we brought in three, count it, three guests tonight, and literally they are going from coast to coast. First of all, uh, from all the way up in the Northeast, Sean McGee out of Congers. And all of these folks, by the way, as I introduce these, uh, these fine people, they are actually uh, friends of ours along the relay routes uh, that some of you are, are familiar with and hopefully some of you will become familiar with. So I've got Sean McGee out of Congers, New York. And then down the road a little bit from, uh, from Sean is uh, Mayor Chris Harding from Yardley, Pennsylvania. I'm interested to talk to, uh, to the mayor and find out some historical context. And then all the way on the other coast, we call it the left coast uh, here in uh, Texas, is Holly Klein from Clovis, California. Each has a unique story to share with us. Each has a unique background. And I can't wait to hear about their, uh, their relays and their experiences. So folks, welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. Thanks yeah, this is the part we all say thanks for uh, for having us here. Okay, so so I tell you what, Mayor, since uh, since you are the uh, the one that uh, spoke up first there, tell us about your uh, your background as it relates to carry the load. How in the world did we connect with you? Because you didn't know anybody involved in the program when it started, right? Yeah, you know, it was it was pure luck, and and let me tell you, it was a stroke of good fortune. So. Uh, I have no military background myself and, and was actually running for mayor of my town back in 2013. And I was driving home from work one day, driving down a road we call River Road in Bucks County. We're a suburb of Philadelphia. So we're right on the Pennsylvania, New Jersey border. So I'm driving down the Delaware River and I pass a man walking by himself with an American flag over his shoulder. Okay. And, and I drove past him and, and I just thought, man, I got to stop and I got to go talk to that guy and see what is going on. So I turned my car around and I pulled up to him and I said, do you mind if I ask, are you walking for a reason? Um, are you walking for a cause? Uh, and this gentleman, his name was Coleman Ruiz. Oh, yes. Uh, way, way back in 2013. Uh, and he said, absolutely. I don't mind that you're asking. And I'm walking for an organization called Carry the Load. And he gave me his business card and and told me a little bit about the organization. And I said, look, are you guys taking donations by chance? And he says, hey, if, if you're offering, we're taking. So I had some money in my pocket and, and passed it on to him and then went and felt like I needed to get him some water and drove back and, and actually ended up meeting not only Coleman again, but the whole group that was there with the tour bus uh, and made the commitment right then that if I won the election for mayor uh, that year, we'd bring Carry the Load back for the first official Yardley Borough rally. And that's what happened in 2014. You know, first of all, Coleman's involvement is, is pretty legendary within uh, Carry the Load. Uh, but, you know, what, what's also interesting is that you thought to ask the question rather than make an assumption. I remember in, in Phoenix, Arizona, we ended up having 250 people walking and we were we were clogging up streets. And I mean, you know, we're carrying the American flag. We're carrying all the different uh, service flags. And we've got people yelling at us, get out of here. Nobody cares about whatever it is you're protesting. So I'm glad to hear that you actually thought to, uh, to make a, a, an assumption on the, on the right way. So yeah, Chris, you know, we're it, glad to have you. It must've been fate. I could have, I could have driven home 
15 different ways that day. And for some reason it brought me down river road and, and bumped me into Coleman. Is that right? Yeah. How, how neat. Sean, tell us about uh, how Congress, New York uh, came to be. And I, and I'm talking to two, two other football teams from the NFC East here in New York and, and uh, the Philadelphia area. So uh, yeah, I had a feeling you Ooh. might do that too. Oh, that's rough. That that's is rough. rough. That's rough. Hey, that's pride though. So anyway, so Sean, tell us about well, I, your I have a lot of family in the Philly area, so uh, I'm dealing with a lot of that already. So I'm used to it. Thanks, Mayor. So uh, yeah, I'm actually very similar to uh, the mayor. We, um, I, uh, I travel extensively for a living. And this goes back, uh, I want to say about 2013, um, because we're, we're now at 2020. This would have been our seventh rally i believe no we're 2021 oh. i don't want to i'm sorry well, no, short there may of, may of 20 would have been our uh seventh i see so uh, i was uh for, for some reason it was a uh it was a tuesday night it was pouring rain out i was driving home i wasn't traveling and i came down the road i happened to see the same thing i pulled in and i saw this man walking down my street and he was on he, I pulled into my driveway and I got out of my car because at the same time they were backing this giant bus into my, into my street. And I vaguely recognized, I knew it was a, um, I, 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 and I, I thought maybe I have seen it before in Navy times or something like that, or some sort of article because I, you know, I've stayed somewhat connected to my veteran community uh, since I served way back in the day. So I vaguely remembered it. So I knocked on the door and I said, you know, what are you guys doing? I said, is this uh, the guy walking with you guys? Yeah. They're, they're like, yeah, we're, um, we're actually waiting for him to come. So I got on the bus and that's where I met uh, Stephen Holly and, and Dill Driscoll. And we were just, uh, you know, just sharing uh, kind of what they were doing and how awesome it was. And I, uh, he had a lot of the college kids with him and they looked exhausted. So my wife and I, we went into our house and we called the local pizzeria and we brought up seven or eight pizza pies and we've got sodas and everything. And you said, listen, if you're leaving, at least you have food for the ride. Um, and after that, it was, uh, it was interesting because we went back into our house and uh, Jill Driscoll came out and said, I would love to do a rally here. And he gave, gave me a challenge coin, a carrier load challenge coin. And that's when he met all my kids and everything. And uh, it was cool. It was just an awesome, and uh, you know, like, you know, like I said, the chances of me, because I travel so extensively, uh, for me to be home that one night, uh, it was a time in my career that I was, you know, running a sales organization that was, you know, usually Tuesday through Thursday, we were on the road. Uh, so it was just great. It was a great experience. And uh, it's brought a lot of uh, greatness to our town. So you were you were normally traveling, but for some reason you weren't uh, traveling at that time. Is that correct? I, yeah, I actually uh, was supposed to be at a trade show, and for some reason I we decided not to go to the trade show for the first time in like ten years. So definitely fate played into yours. The mayor played fate played into his because he could have gone one of fifteen routes, and he chose the one that Coleman was walking. What about you, Holly? What what fate brought you to this uh, organization? Well, it started, I'm part of the military ministry at my church, and we were looking for a way to help restore the true meaning of Memorial Day in our community. Our community is suffering. So you were searching for something like this already? We were. We were. Um, okay. Our community has suffered a lot of losses in the war on terror. 
And so one of our members, Renee Quintero, found Carry the Load. And we could really get behind what Carry the Load stood for. And so in 2015, we held our very first rally in Clovis. And in Clovis, we walked 3.1 miles from the church to a high school, Buchanan High School. And it's a high school that both of my boys graduated from. And from Buchanan, we've lost eight young men in the war on terror mm. from one high school. And so we walked to Buchanan where there's a permanent memorial for the young men. And um, it's really become a community effort. I'm a, I'm a teacher in the district, um, this school district, and we have um, the junior ROTC from another high school. Um, students from the choirs sing the national anthem, scouts, kids in the community, they all come together and they play a role. And it's important to me, you know, come, it comes from being a teacher, but it's important to me that we don't just honor those young men this year, that we pass on that legacy to them, that they, they are excited every year and that they remember. And, you know, by teaching them, it will go on year after year and they'll pick up and carry the load in, in the next years. And so that's, that's our, our rally here in Clovis and the importance to us. Um, after the rally, we walk 3.1 miles back and um, we throw a big pancake breakfast for everybody and have a time to sit down and remember um, the boys from Buchanan. And last year, or excuse me, 2019 was really special. The Carry the Load Relay was able to come and to join us, but we also had one of the young men's family there, his sister and some friends, and they were able to sit down with us. And that young man, Tony Butterfield, was my son's volleyball coach. And so it's just, it's been really important for us that those families know that their son, their brother, their friend is not forgotten and that in our community we remember and that we carry the load for them, so. Holly, did you, did you happen to teach any of these young men? I did not, no. And so over, over what period of time um, did we lose these, these young men? You know, I don't have the dates. My son graduated in 2010 and it was, um, Tony was a few years older than Bobby and they, they were all young men out of high school. I, I shouldn't say all, but the boys that I knew were young men out of high school that went in. So and they were all they were all lost by the time that your son went in. Is that correct? Yes. And I, I think that's such an important point to bring up. I mean, how, how big is is Clovis? Um, you know, it's getting bigger. I'm not sure. You know, I I've grown up here, and Clovis has a very small town feel, and it's, it's always been a small kind of country town, lots of agriculture. It's growing more and more, but it is a very tight-knit community. And is it a, the, the reason I was asking that question is because it, what's amazing to me is even though the town, I mean, the high school 
suffered eight casualties, not just casualties, but eight deaths. And young men like your son still stepped into the breach to take it on. And, and that, that is so heartwarming to me in light of everything that's going on in our, in our country o- over the past couple of years. It's you know, still small town America yes. that to me is the quietest strength that we have. Something that's new in Clovis and it's, um, it started a year or two ago and it started at Buchanan. Um, they held it at Buchanan. It's always been a tradition that when kids sign for sports, going to a college, that there's a signing ceremony at the high school and it's celebrated. And something new is there's a signing celebration for the young men and women who choose to serve. And so it's, it's, it's new to, to our school, but it's, it's an honor. I was able to attend and to see the young men and women who had chosen to serve our country. That is awesome. Yeah. So Sean, you, you guys experienced quite a loss that kicked this whole thing off as well. Um, Congress, if I'm not mistaken, you had, uh, well, let's just say 9-11 was, was in your backyard. Is that uh, safe to say? Uh, yes, right. spot on. Yeah. So we lost uh, four people uh, from Congress. Um, and uh, yeah, it was experience. the town community of Rockland County as a whole lost over 70. And we honor those folks every year uh, down at the Haverstorp Bay Marina, where we also have our Persian Gulf War, War Memorial. Um, so yeah, we're a small little town, uh, 8,000 people, if you will. And so Clarkson as a whole, I want to say is, uh, 40,000. So yeah, so we have, uh, in our, in the, where we do our rally, we actually have an uh, a garden called Patriot Garden. Uh, so we lost, um, four people, uh, Vanessa Langer from Congress, um, Carl Flickinger, who was, uh, his family lives right, uh, worked at Canada Fitzgerald. His family are still my next door neighbors. Um, and uh, and uh, Danny Williams, who, uh, uh, he was a, uh, a firefighter. Uh, Vanessa was actually uh, pregnant with her child. Uh, so she was born, so that's the fourth of Congress. But nonetheless, um, the community as a whole, I mean, we, so we're only about 20, 25 miles as the crow flies from New York City. Uh, so, you know, I personally was on a plane where they took UA-93 at the same time. So I was on, when UA-93 went up in the air, I was on that plane. So all Is of us, right? yeah, it was, uh, so I landed in Hartsfield, Atlanta, Georgia, and drove back with um, my, who actually is my head of sales now, uh, former Army Ranger. Um, so the two of us landed that morning. So it, you know, 9-11 hit us heavy. I mean, it hit us, you know, we, we lived the days. And uh, so when we got home, we watched the towers burn for days on days and days. Uh, so it's still, you know, it's, uh, it's tough, you know, it's still a tough area. And, uh, you know, the one thing is we don't forget here. So it's, uh, it's a very, very, uh, you know, it's just very, if you see on the video, you see where that flagpole is right around there is uh, there's a piece of the towers that honors the four that we lost. So it's a, uh, it's a beautiful and, and it's really, you know, you, when Carlo came into Congress, it just grew and grew and grew. And um, we have a lot of veterans in this community. Uh, in fact, 
Rockland County as a whole had the highest Vietnam veterans uh, per capita in the United States. Is that right? Uh, yeah. So because what happened was in the Bronx and Brooklyn during there was a drafted war, they had pulled from those high population areas. So when they came back, uh, they weren't treated with the respect that they so they migrated up north to Rockland County and Westchester. And that's where the factories were and the warehouse and they got jobs or they got jobs in the city and they commuted back. But um, we did something a few years ago that so it's not just our post 9-11 vets, which I mean, I can I can speak to, uh, you know, how much, you know, I have a lot of friends that went over there and served. Um, we've lost some that in, uh, here. One particular right in Congress, young man, Justin Garcia, uh, his wife and son come out every single year. Uh, we honor them. Uh, so it's it, it has hit home. But one thing we did with the Vietnam vets, we did the 50th commemoration um, a few years back where we pinned them. And we had, I think, close to 100 Vietnam vets show up for that. And if you saw the outpouring of love from their families, of it was like you couldn't touch it. I mean, it was just they they basically were saying my father was never recognized. And so that's what carried a little, it brought so much healing to not just the 9-11 and the post and, the, and our warfighters that went over there after 9-11 that raised their hand after those towers came down, but it acknowledges all those people that weren't honored before. And, and those, those great men and women that went over there and just this little, little pin. And I tell you, I, there's pictures of 70, or 70, 75 year old men looking at this pin that we gave them on this special day of that rally. And it would just, it would break you. It was so beautiful. And I, I can, I can speak to that um, from personal experience. My, my mother lost her, her brother in Vietnam. And um, we, we decided one year to surprise her with uh, a storyboard of her brother. And so my father and I um, in cahoots were able to get her out on the trail at the Dallas event and surprised her. I mean, literally surprised her as she was watching because she always wanted to go see the, the storyboards each year. And she'd walk from storyboard to storyboard and she'd read them. And then she gets to her brother who was killed in Vietnam and broke down crying in a way that I had never before and never since seen my mother break down. And it, and it showed me, it proved to me, you know, and, and here I was, you know, in the middle of, of helping um, get this, you know, event and this movement to the, to the next level, not even realizing how I could even help impact my own family. And when I saw my mother do that, there's, there's something you said and what Holly said that, that really kind of in, her story encapsulates, and that's you know, you talked about the healing and Holly talked about the celebration of life and we can't fully celebrate those lives until we help people heal. And that's what I feel like carry the load has been able to do. And none of us have, have even had this discussion. We've not had this meeting before uh, between us and yet we're all saying the exact same thing. And so it's just so wonderful to hear that whether it's in Dallas or out on the relay, the results are exactly the same. So, all right, so I wanna, Chris, I wanna shift to you as the mayor and I want you to tell us because the founding of this very country 
went through your backyard, if I'm not mistaken. It absolutely did. Yeah. So, you know, Bucks County is a very historical county. And there's no doubt when when Carry the Load joins us and crosses over from New Jersey into Pennsylvania, um, you guys cross right at Washington Crossing. So uh, just the fact of, of that historical significance is fantastic. And you talked about, Todd, you know, your goal in terms of working to, first of all, God bless your mother and her brother. Um, for that. But you talk about taking this to the, you know, your goal was to grow this and take this to the next level. And that's one thing we've always, and I've always thought about with Yardley Burroughs participation in Carry the Load. Every year we try to raise the bar for what we commit to with our rally. And in my perfect world, I would shut down the town. We would have so many people, we would have to close the streets and and have problems created. And, and those would be great problems to have to solve. Um, but slowly and surely, we, we kind of raise the bar. And each year, we challenge ourselves to do a little bit more. Uh, the first year, you know, we were just so excited to have the rally. Everybody gathered around and, and, and celebrated, you know, the, the walkers as they got into town. The second year, we, we did a military field day for the whole day and brought in all this military equipment from the Army and the Navy and the Air Force. You know, I tried to get an Apache helicopter to land in town. Um, they wouldn't let me do it, but we were close. We thought we had it. And so year by year it grew. And, you know, then we started saying, hey, look, based on just as you said, this historical significance, wouldn't it be fantastic to have one group of walkers walk from Washington Crossing, Pennsylvania, you know, one of the birthplaces of our nation to Independence Hall in Philadelphia. Um, Right there, that picture you see the gentleman there in the middle is uh, a singer that a local kid that made the voice, the singing competition program. Oh, really? Yeah, he sang the National Anthem for us. His name's Matthew Schuler, great kid. I'm sure my um, so kids we, know him, but I, I i mean, you'll have to excuse yeah, my ignorance. So. Yeah, so we wanted to walk from Washington Crossing to Independence Hall, and we thought, let's do it with the same group of people. So it's about a 38-mile walk. It takes about 16 hours to do. So we started doing that, and, and, and we did it. And the next year, we said, how are we going to raise the bar? So we said, okay, now we're going to do it with 22-pound backpacks on our back in honor of you know, the number of 22 veterans who, who take their lives every day. Um, so we walked with 22 pound backpacks for 16 hours to Philadelphia. And then last year, unfortunately, when it got canceled, the goal, um, we we're going to have one team walk from Washington Crossing and, and stay with you guys for the entire Pennsylvania stretch. Uh, it's about 60 miles. Um, so we're going to do that this year. We have a group of about six people that have committed to do that. And that came up because someone from Carry the Low was talking to me one time and told me that some army cadets did like 47 miles. And I was like, you can't just throw that out there and not expect us to try to beat it. So uh, we're going to do the. Stop that right there, Matt, because I want to and and Mayor, I don't want to cut you off, (laughs) but I want to point out the the young lady to your left. Oh, look at her. There she is. For a lot of you out there who don't know who that is. That is Debbie Wright. She is our executive director. She, talking about taking things to another level, she does not get enough recognition. And I, I, wasn't, I, I wasn't privy to this picture being in there, but when it yeah. popped up, and, and Holly, I saw you shaking your head, oh yeah, that's her. I, I, would, I would love for you at some point, all of you, to talk about how how her and her team's involvement has impacted the world that you guys live in when it comes to carry the load. So mayor, please continue. And I'd I'd love if you'd work that in. 
Yeah. So Debbie joined us last year. We, you know, I had been communicating with, with everybody on the carry the load team through emails and, and certain people would make it down. And I've been honored in the past, as I said, to, to start with Coleman and, and spend time with Dill Driscoll and, and, but I would communicate with Debbie all the time and Dana um, and, and all the wonderful ladies there. And, and last year they were, well, two years ago, you know, before it was canceled, um, they were able to come down and join us on the leg of the walk. And, and so their energy was fantastic. And, and that's what, you know, we always challenge people to do, you know, the, the power of the energy in the movement, um, that's what we need. So uh, we will need that when we walk next year, this coming year, when we walk in one group of walkers, the entire Pennsylvania route, we're going to do the 60 miles um, no matter what it takes. That's awesome. So, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, it's a, it's a good challenge, but it's a challenge we're happy to take on for an amazing cause. So I, I, I threw out uh, Debbie and you followed it right up with Dill and it's kind of hard to, you know, really to, to leave those two out with all of this, you know, Debbie kind of being behind the scenes you know, doing her part, but Dill, I mean, it's, you know, especially Sean, you and, and Chris, y'all have been, y'all been dealing with Dill for who, by the way, just turned uh, a I big mean, birthday. I don't think I want to give his, you know, that I'm going to leave that. Well, to it's him. on Facebook. So I mean, you can't get it. <laughs> okay. Good boy. He turned 70 yesterday. So, I mean, all of this, you know, it, it all also, it goes without saying that it, if it wasn't for Dill Driscoll, whose son, by the way, I don't know if y'all are aware, is active duty Navy SEAL. Uh, so there you go, Sean, I'll give you that one. But um, I, I mean, it, it's without those two uh, and, and everybody that came before, we wouldn't be sitting here talking. So I'd love to hear what is the impact of those folks in your world? So I, I can jump in real quick. You know, in, in preparation for this call, I went back and I have all one of the things I do is save emails all the time. And I have all my emails from the, the seven years of rallies and, and the events that we've had and all the communication. And I was just trying to develop a little bit of timeline. So I had the right talking points. And I found some of the first emails back and forth with Dill. And back in 2014, I guess it was 2013 planning for 2014. And every email was, let's make this a great day. Let's make this a great event. Let's do this. This is a great rally. Um, let's make this a day everyone remembers. So the energy that comes out of that gentleman in terms of just capturing the moment and making it the best it can be. Uh, he came and spoke at one of the rallies. You know, it was just pure energy. Uh, and that's what I'll always remember about my association with him is, is just the excitement that was in everything he did. So before I throw, throw this to you, Sean, I think it's important to point out. So Dill Driscoll, you know, from the very beginning, longtime friend of, of uh, an ambassador of Carry the Load, his role in this organization has been to coordinate the, the relays, uh, you know, the buses that y'all are talking about coming through town. Um, I believe he was involved in the, um, when the Olympics were in Atlanta, he was involved in the Olympic torch uh, traversing uh, America. And so he took that same expertise and applied it to, uh, to carry the load. You know, it just, I mean, little stories like that abound, you know, through, uh, through carry the load. And Sean, I, I'd, I'd love to hear your, you know, your experiences there. 
Yeah, well, uh, Dill and Debbie, uh, I, I, I just so close to my heart. Um, I can't thank them enough for letting me in on this, uh, you know, be part of the CTL family. Um, Dill, it's ironically, when I met Dill, I knew instantly. So I, um, he said, let's stay connected. I work in the uh, advertising media industry. And so at the time where I was working, there was a gentleman that was running uh, experiential sports marketing. And I just happened to, you know, tell him about my running with just Dill uh, Driscoll and we're going to do this rally together. And, and he that's Dill on the left on your screen, folks. Yeah, not, the, so, not the young buck on the right, but. Uh... Yeah, he's, uh, <laughs> I, he's an icon in the, in the uh, experiential marketing world. He founded two of the largest uh, agencies out there. So his experience, unbeknownst to me knowing that. And uh, I was like, oh my goodness. It was like, it was just, but he was, he's salt of the earth. And you wouldn't like, you know, that's kind of, uh, you know, you wouldn't ever have known. I put it that way. And it was just this incredible experience. And, you know, Dill knows all my children, so does Debbie. Every year um, I walk with my, uh, well, now my, she'll be 17 this year, um, or turning six, and my 13-year-old, and now my son, who's now nine. Um, we, they do the walk in Congress, but the next day um, we walk, we've been walking uh, from Midtown at J.P. Morgan Chase, the five, four to five mile leg down to the towers. And, you know, it's a, it's a really good experience for my children you know, they know how I'm affected by it from my time serving, as well as, uh, you know, how close I am to understanding, um, you know, what the young men and women did when they raised their hand and said they would go fight um, and how we are, our community has been so impacted by it. So it's such a great experience. And Dill and Debbie along that way have been have watched my children. It's really cool. Like they've watched my girls uh, grow up, um, you know, Glenn Dare on their first uh, their first finish coined both my girls, you know, with their first challenge. Oh, that's so neat. So, um, you know, so the, the, it's been a, it's been just an awesome experience. And without Dill and Debbie, I don't think we would be where we are today. It's just an, they're just, they're, I mean, and Congress, like Congress welcomes them. They, you know, all the people that are involved in Congress, they're always asking about Dill and Debbie, when are they coming? When did Debbie, you know, so it's very funny how, you know, I'm more, I'm more their friend point person for that. And so, you know, I'll see them if I'm in town or something like that. Um, but their, their impact to the organization and to, you know, I say it to America because this is, uh, they have touched, they've touched a lot of people in America and have brought things back and people, not everyone knows their names, but they've changed a lot more lives than probably they even anticipated they'd set out to do. Good stuff. Really good stuff. I love hearing that. Just two wonderful people. And, and Holly, you know, again, while, you know, while I was mentioning Debbie, you were shaking your head and, and um, you know, one of the things that I think is really neat to point out, you guys did such a good job with the rally in Clovis that you really forced the hand of the, the West Coast Relay to alter the route to go through uh, Clovis before going back to the normal route. So I'd love to hear a little bit about uh, a little about your background on, on that front. Well, I can't say enough about everyone that has worked with me and I've worked with, with Carry the Load. Um, it started, I believe it was fall of 2018. 
the the relay route was already planned. It was already good to go. And um, I wasn't aware of that. I was sitting down with my team. We were talking. It was late fall, maybe even it may have even been December, January. And we were talking about how we wish carry the load could come and that the relay could come and, and be a part of our walk. And um, I told my team, you know, having worked with carry the load for several years and really feeling I knew the heart of carry the load, I, I said, you know, I believe if they knew, if they knew the story of our community and they knew the loss, they would come and we have to tell them. And I sat down and I wrote an email and I sent it out and I got a response. It wasn't very long. And they said, we want to talk to you. And they called me on the phone and they said, how could we not come? And so, um, and it's, it's meant so much to our community, to the people that are involved from our church, to the kids, and just seeing the Butterfields at the pancake breakfast and being able to celebrate. I know it's made a difference, you know, for the families too, knowing that um, there's an organization that cares and remembers and honors. Um, those that have sacrificed. So I have, I just feel so blessed to have had the support. It's not natural for me to, to, you know, put our, put a rally together like that, but I've had so much support and encouragement. And so I just, I appreciate everyone that's, that's helped us along the way. Thank you for sharing all that, Holly. And I, I can tell it, it's, it is still, you know, the emotions are, um, they're not easy uh, to just put on a shelf and, and, and get past. So thank you for sharing all of that. And what, what, I'd, what I'd really love to hear now uh, from each of you is, you know, just kind of your, your favorite memory of, uh, of, this, of this whole experience, uh, this whole movement. And I mean, I'll, I'll let whoever wants to start, start, but I mean, it can be emotional. It can be, it can be comical. Um, just take it, take it where it goes. What, what's your favorite fondest memory? So I'll jump in. Um, so I have two. Um, for, first of all, it's, it's, it's the relationships that are made, right? Seeing my community Yardley Borough come out and support is amazing. Uh, and then seeing us, meet organizations who have now grown with carry the load think you know organizations like the travis Mannion foundation which is a fantastic local organization that is now hand in hand with carry the load you know you guys are working tightly together and that's fantastic and and it feels great to be part of of that introduction um, you know wherever however it came to be about i'll always remember that but most specifically um one of the things we started to try to do was walk for someone, the group that we had, the dedicated group, um, was to walk for someone. And then unfortunately, just like Holly, you know, we've had, and Sean, we've had people from our community that we've lost. And one of them was a Marine captain named Samuel Schultz. And he died in a helicopter accident. And we wanted to invite his family and ask them for permission to walk in his honor one year. 
and his family, you know, wouldn't know me or didn't know me from anyone, but I had to make the call. And it was a really hard call to make because how do you call a stranger and say, you don't know me and you don't know about this event, but we want to walk in honor of your son who's passed. Um, you know, obviously there was a lot of apprehension on their part. Um, but after a, a really slow and delicate conversation, um, they agreed. And actually the first year we were walking in his honor, they couldn't attend because they were flying out to California for his memorial services. Um, but the second year, unbeknownst to me, um, they came up to me at the rally and his father walked up to me and introduced himself and, uh, you know, almost brought me to my knees in terms of emotion because he realized he saw what this was about and he saw it was everything that his son would have wanted and would have been about everything his son would have participated in if he, if he hadn't lost his life. Um, and his father promised to be with us every year after. So um, that's a moment that I'll never forget in terms of just a stranger, you know, someone who I'd never met, just bringing that emotion. And, and right away, you knew, everybody knew this was right. Clearly helped someone else heal. Clearly and helped, helped someone else heal. And, and helped, that's, uh, helped me, you know. It's, it's amazing that, and what that shows is the humility that, uh, that you and your community have. And, and, um, you know, cause if, if you can do something like that, it helps you to heal. And then, then that's exactly what that is. So thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Sean, Holly. Holly, please after you. Um, I have two as well. And so in 2019 to commemorate, um, the relay team coming, we made a commemorative point. And I'm going to go back to the Butterfields. They were wearing shirts. And that's the only reason I, I knew who they were. And so I stepped out of my comfort zone and I approached the table and I said, you know, I noticed your shirts. Are you friends of the Butterfields? And his sister said, I'm his sister. And I had told her that the relay team had come and that we'd made a commemorative point. And I asked her if I could offer her a commemorative point for the walk and I gave it to her and she said, my mom will love this. And it's just so important to me that as a mom, that the families know that, that their, their son is not forgotten. And so that, that has meant a lot to me. And then the other one was the night before um, the rally, um, carry the load met us and we went out to a local um, Italian restaurant and we had the whole outside patio and we right. ate pasta and just sat down and laughed and shared stories and got to know each other. And it was amazing. And so that is a favorite memory. I really enjoyed that getting to know everybody and just having that opportunity to share stories and and build that. I, I love that though, because it's just simple. It's just community. It's just yeah. breaking bread and, yeah. and, and, and sharing emotion. And that's awesome. Yes. That's awesome. Thanks, Holly. Thank you. Sean, take us home. Yeah. So I, I, have, I mean, so many fond memories, but one that really sticks out in my mind is, um, uh, is when young Vincent, uh, son of Justin Garcia. So when, uh, Justin was killed in 2007, uh, he was Michelle, his uh, wife was pregnant at the time. So when uh, the first uh, second year, uh, I asked Michelle to come out. And, and so Stephen Holly, actually, I walked Stephen Holly. I said, Stephen, uh, Vincent lost his father in, uh, 
in Iraq. And uh, he leaned down and he said, would you lead us into the town? And that was really like, just to watch, watch this young man, I think at the time he might've been eight, nine years old and he carried the American flag. And uh, that, that to me was, you know, a, 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 you know, a reminder, I mean, so it's, it's, it's you know, it's still, while it, it healed, it's still never forgotten. Um, I can still remember sitting at his funeral and, you know, it was, it was very, very difficult. And, uh, but, but the power of that, and to watch this young man, like, and now he's grown up to be a, you know, just a fine young man. And, you know, I knew his father, uh, his grandfather and his grandmother, his grandmother, Don, I still know that, you know, they moved uh, up north, but uh, so they didn't come. Well, last year we weren't doing it anyways, but um, they've come to the rally every year. So that, that was one of my fonder moments. Uh, I would say if you had to put it as a highlight was that moment there. Wow. Um, that, yeah, that kind of, <laughs> I asked you to take us home and you did. Um, you know, what's, what's very, very just comforting to hear in all of this, you know, we, we experience this in Dallas every year at the, at the Memorial March. And I've been fortunate enough to get out on the trail a couple of times. Um, but after hearing y'all stories, I, I have to figure out how to get out to your specific cities. Um, because, and, and I know if we talk to other people along the route, we're going to hear similar things. None of us are, have a monopoly on, on this, on this overwhelming emotion and feeling. And so, you know, I, I would love for you as, as towns, as organizations to try and get the surrounding towns involved as well, uh, and share your experiences with others because more, more of America needs to hear all of this. More of America needs to be, um, because it, it really gives all of us just as much as we feel like we were able to give those families. There, there's such a, a, a good feeling going back and forth. And, and so I just want to say thank you to all of you for your involvement. And I don't know if, if everybody out there is aware of it, but this year we are, are going to be doing a hybrid. So Obviously, you know, COVID is, is real. It's out there. It's, it's putting a, a dent into what we do. Um, but we're really leaving it up to the uh, specific towns. Along. We're still coming, America. I mean, we're still, we're getting on the bus. We're driving the routes. We're coming down the West Coast. We're coming down the East Coast. We're coming down the middle of the country. And if your town allows people to come out, we want to see you there. If your town allows 10 give us 10. If your town allows 2,000, give us to that, whatever it is. And Mayor, I know you, you, you got a little bit more control over this than most. So I'm looking to you to be the leader that you, that you are. And, and obviously, Sean and Holly, we, we hope to see all out there as well. Absolutely. So I just want to make sure that, that uh, everybody is aware we are still coming and we hope uh, that you're going to be there to, to, to greet us for all the reasons that we heard here tonight. So yeah. The one, the one final question I, I want to ask is, is the most important question that carry the load can ask, and that is this. All of you, who are you carrying? Sean? I carry all the men and women that have gone and served after uh, and lost their lives uh, post 9-11 um, and all their families and all the people that we lost in those towers. Holly? I carry the families that who have lost children in our community. 
there? You know, obviously I'd echo both Sean and Holly, but I carry all the lives lost of the veterans and the 9-11 victims from the Bucks County area and inside of Pennsylvania. We are here for them. That's awesome. Folks, thank you all very much for joining us. I, I, I hope you got out of this, uh, at least got out of it as much as I got out of it. Uh, y'all are fun to talk to. I, I mean, I hear so many stories uh, about all three of your locations, and I just have to make it a point to get out there and, and see y'all this year. And for everyone else, again, when, when the bus comes through the town, make it a point. Come out and see us. Walk a couple miles. Walk alongside of that, that mother you probably won't even know she lost her son, but ask that person why they're out there. Ask them about their story. And for everyone else, if you're not able to make it out there, I'm gonna leave you with this one final question that we always like to ask. Always have a good answer to this question. Who are you carrying? <laughs>